Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Okay, greetings and welcome to the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. For over 18 years, I've been helping people achieve more success, health, and happiness in life and business. This podcast is all about letting go of self-limiting beliefs and transforming your mind. Today, we have another episode of the Ted in Your Head interview series where I interview experts in personal transformation. Today, my guest is my good friend, Sherry Betts, executive and life coach and author of the fabulous book, The ABCs of Self-Care, Your Guide to Creating a Happy, Healthy, and More Peaceful Life. So how are you doing today, Sherry? Doing great, Ted. All right. Let me do a short little bio about Sherry. Sherry's been helping people practice better self-care for over 20 years. As a credentialed life and executive coach, she's committed to making a difference in the world one person at a time and one organization at a time. She's served on the boards of numerous socially focused nonprofits, including Girl Scouts of the USA, Bloom Again Foundation, and Inroads Alumni Association. As a speaker, Sherry's vivacious personality and zeal for life shine through with every talk she gives. Thanks for being here, Sherry. I'm really glad to be here, Ted. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. So uh, let's get into this. What do you do as a life and executive coach? What, what, what is your function and how do you do that? Well, essentially what I do, Ted, is um, I work to improve the effectiveness of leaders in organizations. That's, that's my role. And I really care about the development of people and want to help them to achieve what they want to achieve in life and in their career or to just get what they want. Uh, so that's, um, that's essentially what a coach does. Okay. Well, there's all kinds of different coaches out there. You know, there's life coaches, health coaches, you know, and some coaches are better than others, but I would imagine if you're coaching like leaders and organizations, you, you have to have your, you have to have the goods, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one of the things that I pride myself in is, is my ability to get aha moments from my clients. Um, they get to some realizations that they might not have gotten to because we work together. So I've helped people advance in their career. I've helped people get their accomplishments, more accomplishments in their life. And I've, I've seen them grow and develop and it's very rewarding work. Wonderful. And I can definitely relate to, to having that experience with people. So tell us, uh, how did you get into coaching, Sherry? Well, I started my career in coaching in the career transition field. Mm -hmm. I worked at a company called Draping Morin as an outplacement consultant, helping executives who had been laid off and were in transition, help them to in their job search and help them to refocus their goals and, and their vision for their life after being laid off. And so that's how I got started. And then I eventually got into leadership development, coaching, and um, helping people advance in their careers. And, and then I got hooked. 
Uh, so I got certified as a coach uh, through ICF, uh, ICF um, Federation, International Coach Federation, and that's the gold standard for coaching. And um, I uh, love the work that I do. So um, I, I have a, com- a coaching company called Maximum Impact, and um, I want to help people maximize their impact uh, professionally and personally. So very cool. That's how I got into it. So what prompted you to write a book about self-care? Oh, boy. Well, I, I wrote the book I needed to read. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. um, so I, I actually learned about 20 years ago that I wasn't doing self-care well. And the way I learned is that I showed up at a meeting uh, at my job in a wheelchair. Ooh. Now picture this because it was really, uh, really devastating because I had been training to, to do the 60 mile, uh, Avon breast cancer walk. And so I've been training for three to four, three to four times, um, a week doing 15 miles a day. So I was in the best shape of my life. And the day before the race, I was in a meeting in a wheelchair from excruciating back pain. So no matter how much physical fitness you have, if your mental fitness is not there, you need more self-care. And, oh, okay. and I realized that. Well, okay. uh, so it so was that, a devastating experience. So that, that's very, very informative because what, what you just said is that, you know, physically you're in good shape, but maybe mentally that's where the self-care was needed. And uh, that kind of, you know, allows me to segue into this, in this wonderful book you know, um, the ABCs of self-care, which I have right here. And, uh, and let's see, where do I begin? This is a workbook. Okay. It's not something you read and you get the same information that you can probably get in a number of other books, but there, the information is in depth and there are exercises and working exercises that you can do, which I found just really, really helpful. Um, it's very complete, you know, and of course the ABCs of self-care means that the very first, uh, self-care habit you, uh, start with is act on awareness and acceptance. And then the last habit is zeal, zealfully play, right? Yeah. Playing with zeal. And then at the back of the book, there are these wonderful, um, resources and, uh, some more exercises and it's just you know, headline, uh, different uh, styles of communication, uh, self-care resources. I mean, what an astounding accomplishment. <laughs> this is not a little quick read. I mean, this is this is something that I can see if somebody puts the time and effort into it, you know, they're going to raise their level of self-care tremendously. So congratulations on, on really an awesome book. Thank you, Ted. I appreciate you saying that. And, and yes, it is a very comprehensive book, but I wrote each chapter be, to be short and, and self-contained so that you can read a little bit at a time. Uh, so it, it doesn't have to feel overwhelming to try to have all 26 habits um, covered. Uh, you could just read one at a time at, at a time that's, um, or, or read them in the, in the way that uh, works best for you. Yeah, thanks for thanks for mentioning that. Okay, because I I didn't want to um, make the book sound like it's a huge you know tome that's you're gonna have to wade through. You know the chapters are short, you know, and 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 very very informative. And then there's an exercise uh, at the end of each chapter, so I can see how you know if somebody's 
uh, let's say somebody's self-care is suffering in the area of drawing boundaries, you know, they can start with that, you know, and use the book as a, as a personal workbook. So it's, it's just brilliant the way you, you laid this out. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. Yes, I wrote this book for my clients because what I learned over time that a, a lot of foundational issues that were, they presented as leadership issues, but they, um, there are some underlying causes uh, that related to self-care. And so I wrote the book so that people could coach themselves through the process. And I tried to make it fun. I added a, a song for each chapter so that people could get inspired to reflect. And I give them an intention so that they can have that as a focus um, if they're working on that particular letter at that on that particular day. So I tried to make it fun so that people could uh, learn how to take better care of themselves and realize if they do less, they can get more done. Um, because a lot of issues uh, that people have with self-care is they're you know trying to do too much. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, I worked with a 16-year-old last night that was doing way too much, you know, and like <laughs> we had to talk about self-care a little bit. But you know, um, I have to mention the uh, the uh, the song playlist, the self-care yeah. song playlist. I love that. You know, when oh, I go to good. Spotify and start like creating my self-care playlist. <laughs> yes, yes, it's really awesome. Yeah, I, took, I took one of the uh, songs um, from. Karen Drucker, I used uh, N-O is my new yes mm-hmm. as uh, one of the titles for the book. <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah, I saw that. You know what? You know what's very interesting is, you know, shortly after we uh, set up uh, to, to do this podcast interview, I, I went into Barnes & Noble and guess what I saw? As soon as I walked in on those little racks in the vestibule, there's like a couple of books on self-care. And I'm like, whoa, you know, this is a hot topic right now, you know, self-care. And, uh, you know, I have a, uh, I have a sister-in-law who, you know, my brother's always on her case. Like, what are you doing? Get off the couch. She's like, go wash the dishes. She's like, I'm practicing self-care. <laughs> Why do you think uh, that is such a hot topic right now? Well, um, Ted, actually this has uh, the, the topic of self-care is only more prominent, I think, because of COVID oh. and where everyone w- realized that, uh, having to stay at home, they had to take better care of themselves because they, they couldn't go out and, and do all the things that they normally would have done in a day because uh, things were, were closed down. But Gallup actually said that there, are, uh, there, is a, there was a pandemic before this mental health crisis that happened during COVID. There was a global pandemic happening for the last 10 years where people were more angry, more stressed out, more worried and had more sadness. And this had been on the rise globally for the last 10 years. So COVID only made things worse. So I think that's why self-care is, is more prominent now is because we have to focus better on taking better care of ourselves because people are experiencing some real challenges. I think um, the, the public deaths uh, and suicides of, uh, people like Chelsea Christ mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Regina King's son, Ian Alexander, prompted the need for people to say, hey, these people are presenting like they have it all together. Yeah. They, they mm-hmm. are, they feel, you, you look at their social media and you think they're happy yeah. and mm-hmm. healthy and at peace. And then they commit suicide. Yeah. 
And so those, that's a, that's a real challenge. Um, and so I think part of it is COVID, but also I think social media has contributed to that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 People, Absolutely. people want that endorsement and likes on faith and on all the, the different social medias. And so much, so much of the reason that people go on to social media is to get some kind of approval or validation that they can't, or maybe have trouble providing for themselves. You know, I mean, um, it's easy to go onto social media and, and see the new car, the Tesla somebody bought or the new home. And, you know, you ask yourself, well, what's wrong with me? You know, so, you know, th there's that trap you can fall into. So yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so let me ask you of all the, of all the self-care habits from A to Z, <coughs> What would you say is the most important of all of them from A to Z? What would you think is the, like, if you were to suggest start with that one, which one would it be? I'd say start with health, healthy self-advocacy. Oh, wow. Okay. So that is a chapter that talks about how, you know, when we're a medical advocate for someone, mm -hmm. make sure that that person is taken good care of. And that they're, you're advocating for their their well being, and I want people to do the same for themselves. And wow. what that involves is balancing the needs and wants of other people with the needs and wants of that you have. And so I think if you start with that chapter, it'll give you an over overall perspective on how you can take better care of yourself. Think of yourself as well as other people and make sure that you are um, advocating for yourself and your, your health and well-being. Wow. That makes perfect sense. Like start by being your own self-care advocate. Like my self-care is important, right? Like I'm going to yeah. put it a little bit higher on my list of priorities. That's, I guess if I had thought about that question, I, I would have figured that out, but thank you so much for that makes perfect sense. Okay. No, I was glad you asked that question because I hadn't been asked that question because of course, I think all 26 are important. Absolutely. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Yes. But I would say the, the chapter uh, H. Okay. All right. Chapter H. Start with that, everybody. So I love the resources in the back of the book, as I mentioned to you earlier. Um, can you talk about one of them that you think would be really valuable to check out as far as the, the resources that you provided in the back of the book? Sure. So I, I provide a questionnaire in the Appendix A that helps you to figure out which letters you might want to prioritize. So certainly you can start with letter H, but the, the, and the self-care questionnaire allows you to, to figure out which ones might be the best ones to start with. And it's, it, it's your own, your own assessment. Nobody's going to see it unless you decide to have an accountability partner, which I highly recommend. Okay. You would only share that knowledge with, with them, your accountability partner or yourself. And so it's good to be honest. And then that way you can, you can prioritize the chapters that you want to work on first. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, as we wrap up our, our wonderful interview, tell me how people can contact you. If they want to hire you on as a coach, or maybe they want to interview you or, or have the, you on their podcast. Um, how can people get in touch with you? Well, I really hope people will contact me because I want to start a self-care movement <laughs> where people are actually not just talking about self-care, which is a hot topic. I want people to be doing something about their self-care. So I'm hoping that people will contact me. 
I'm the best way to to reach me is through my website www.abcsofselfcare.com. Okay. And on there you can uh, get at get added to my mailing list, my email list. And I won't flood your emails, I promise. Uh, but I will selectively provide tools and resources that you can uh, that will help you with your self care. I would also like to talk to groups. So there's an opportunity for you to contact me about groups that uh, at, at organizations, at corporations, at book clubs, uh, where I can speak to individuals and get the word out about how important self-care is. So my website is the, the best way to reach me. I also am on Instagram at ABCs of self-care. Okay. All right. Great. Well, um, before we say goodbye, let's uh, let's choose one of the quotes. Here we go. The, the quote from chapter M, make peace with your past. We cannot choose to have a life free of hurt, but we can choose to be free, to escape the past, no matter what befalls us, and to embrace the possible. That's Edith Eager. So thank you so much for being my guest today. And uh, Make sure everybody that you check out uh, Sherry's uh, social media posts. I've been checking them out. She's awesome. I've known Sherry for a long time. She's solid and she's definitely vivacious and just fun to be around and and uh, inspires a lot of confidence. So thank you so much for being my guest, Sherry, and uh, we'll be seeing you. Thank you, Ted. I'm a big fan of yours as well. So this has um, been a really great experience having the opportunity to to interview with you. All right, then. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in today, and uh, we'll be talking soon. Thanks for listening to the Ted in the Head podcast, and thanks for listening to today's interview with my fabulous guest, Sherry Betts. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted in Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.